And our core kids are dismissed to their classes now. Gospel of Mark chapter 9 and we will be reading from verse 38 when you got it say so so and it says now John answered him saying teacher we saw someone who does not follow us casting out demons in your name and we forbade him because he does not follow us but Jesus said do not forbid him for no one who works a miracle in my name can soon afterwards speak evil of me for he who is not against us is on our side. For whoever gives, I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. But whoever causes one were hung around his neck, and he were thrown into the sea. If your hand then having two hands to go to hell, into the fire that shall never be quenched, what causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame rather than having to. Their worm does not die, and the fire is not quenched. And if your eye causes you to die, rather than having two to be cast into hell, fire where their worm done with fire and every sacrifice will be seasoned with salt. Salt is good. Salt in yourselves and have peace with one another. Lord God, thank you so much for revealing your love and reminding us of it this morning. Lord God, we thank you to be compared to you. You are wonderful. And so we humble our hearts before you today and we ask and responsive unto your truth, God. May you be glorified, not only in the name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. If you do not have an outline, I want to be sure that everybody has an outline, that you're able to follow along in the introduction of the sermon, that you're in this in order to be able to help someone else grow in their faith, to make disciples of others, and part of that is helping them grow in their faith. So you can utilize, and also if you are following along in the Bible reading challenge, we are in day sold. Hello, somebody. Uh, you know, er everywhere you go, uh, we were driving last night and today, do that this year, but nonetheless, um, it's that time, so you know what that means, the year's almost over. But we are in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, uh, 4, 5, and 6, that you are reading your Bible, studying it, memorizing it, meditating on it, and if you have not, it's a great time for you to start seeking God and pursuing Him in and through His Word. And so, in your live a life of real and full devotion to the pursuit of God, His will and purpose, devoted living, devoted living. And so when we talk about being a disciple of Jesus, we are and form every area and every part of our life, not some parts of our lives. And so, second parallel in their thinking as Jesus finishes his teaching on humility leading devoted living so you remember the conversation Jesus was having uh, uh, he cast out this demon he's talking with his disciples they come together and he asked them a question what were you guys talking about? you desire to be first and you need to be last and servant of all and the whole point was they were arguing on the road that Jesus is giving. And what we're looking at this morning is his continuation of that. He's letting them know, listen, if you're going to follow me, then you got to be devoted to me. Devoted living is what that we're going to look at. And so last paragraph there, as followers of Jesus into the word of God. Now, we're, we're not just here to just skim through some book. Word of God. I want to emphasize this because I think that we don't realize what we're saying. Also spoke these words. 
And so he speaks these words to us, not so that way we want to live, but no, he wants us to understand this is his holy word for the word of God. We are coming before holy God who is saying to us, do you hear what I'm saying? Your life in light of what you are reading and really consider where you are standing. In other words, back as though these is, this is just some other book. Listen, this is a book like no other. Heard by God. And so as we look into this book, as we look into this holy Jesus, as we seek to impact the culture with the gospel, again, what do we take for the glory and the honor of Jesus? And that impact is made by what? The witness. It's not through anything that we can do other than present the power of gospel of Jesus Christ. And so devoted living is essential to impacting the and produces different results than simply living a good life by look different than the world. You know, I was thinking about this scripture the, uh, this week, Spirit, but as I was praying and I was talking to the Lord, and I, I was reminded as I am holy. But then this guy by the name of Peter, who was in us, the church, be ye holy as I am holy. And in the book of Isaiah, and, and I, Diana shared a, 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 a message with me from, from, when you look at those words there that Isaiah the prophet is saying that the angels are singing, God Almighty, and what those angels are declaring is that God is different like us god is not like us a little bigger right like, like that's not not the idea god is great why that's so imperative for us to understand is because our lives should like that holiness our lives should look different in the world but not only should we look our thoughts should be different in the world i want you to think about this for a moment now when you get around christians and believers do you think differently than them like, i don't know i don't think that way i don't see things that way you know, when you're on Facebook, you don't want to say anything because you don't want to offend anyone. Hello. Uh, you don't want to offend your friends and be like, man, that's ridiculous. That was think because if we don't, there's a problem. There's a problem if we don't think differently than different in the world. But also, our lives produce something different. Different fruit. There's a different something. It's something that has to be different. That we think about our lives in light of God's word. Are we looking different than those? Something different. And those around us. Here is the big idea this morning. Devotedly demands a departure from cultural norms. Listen, what our culture and way, and we, if we're going to live a life that is devoted to Christ, then we are cause us to work with others for the glory of Jesus. What John says in verse 38, John says, teacher, we saw someone teaching his disciples about servanthood. He's teaching his disciples about what it really means. To That's what he's doing. He said, hold on a second. Let me tell you how devoted we are. You know, I know, I know you're correcting us right now, right? I know none of you are like that. But nonetheless, the, 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 the tree right now, like really? Like you just told a guy to stop liberating people. Like don't liberate people anymore. Don't forbid him. For no one who works a miracle in my name can soon afterward see that we are individuals. We, we, we magnify our individualism. You know, we're, we're, we're not mentality that we have within our culture. But can I tell you something? It's even the same way in the church. Often, right? Like I said, you know, you got, you know, you, you, or you got, man, you guys use him. Mindset that John had. Oh, well, they don't walk with us, so, you know, he can't do things like this. Jesus is the high priestly prayer of Jesus. And he prays three different things. The first prayer, the first part directly, he prays for them. And he asks God to keep them, to protect them. We know that he's talking about praying for you and me. Now, I know sometimes we're like far removed, like we think Jesus 2,000 years ago. Oh, you were the reason. He was glorifying the Father, but he was dying for your sins and my sins. You and I are one. 
For those who will believe on their words, speaking of his apostles, from the cultural norms of independence and division, striving to unite around the gospel. People have their own ideas, but it's going to be very difficult for a Sunday morning worship time night with them. For those who you know, some of them have, have other Christians in our workplace with us. But here's the thing that I says about Jesus. Hello. That's a reason to divide. That's a reason to say, no, nah, man, we're not Christian. That's the reason why. The, the reason why they're, 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 you divide over those things before a brother that doesn't believe in speaking, that that's not my brother? Does that mean that? Does that mean that that's not someone that we divide over? But what we need to do is we need to strive for unity. Us to radically address sin. A true church. And our professor, he said something. He said, there are two things that must be about prophecy. And he wasn't talking about saying, thus says the Lord. He was talking about the end living and things like that. But the second thing that he said that marks a true church, it is that they will people in the door. People don't want to walk into church and be like, man, I got to change. Hello. Unless, like, I was like, man, what kind of preaching was that, man? Like, that, that's how I was. And for like a month, I, you know, I didn't hear that we hear about sin. And that we address big tent with a bunch of heathens that are before him. That isn't what he did. Jesus is sitting in a room. So let's look at these warnings that Jesus gives his disciples. And so the first thing, we're going to lose his reward. Now just jump with me real quick to verse 37. I want you to see this because these two were corrupted by John who asked him about this guy who was casting out demons. Jesus addressed for those who are serving, for those who are living righteously. That's what he's doing here. But then some reward if you're serving Christ faithfully and you're living the way that you're supposed to live. But he thrown into the sea. Jesus is using this hyperbole. Hello, somebody. I mispronounced it in the first service. I was like, oh. to have a millstone tied around your neck. This was, what, what is he? He's saying, look, it'd be better for you. It would be better for you. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's, that's terrifying that he would say. It'd be better. So he, he makes that clear. But he goes on. He, gets, he, he continues on with this hyperbole. And he, and he says what? He stands to go to hell into the fire that will never be quenched. Verse 40, fuck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye rather than help. If your hand caused you to sin, cut it off. If your foot caused you to sin, cut it off. If your... That's a real commentary. Listen. <laughs> so he said, he's, he's saying... Like the way that we, the things that we condone matter. The things that we accept because you're going to cause one of my, one of my children to stumble. Listen, you and I don't want to be a calling because they're looking at your life and they're saying, oh, well, he said it's okay. She said it's okay. He does it. She does it. She will. Oh, how I live doesn't matter. They got to look at Jesus. They're looking at you. They can't. As believers, that's the life that we are supposed to live. So our life culture today, that's what we do. We celebrate. You know, it's all good. It's condone. Hey, you know what? You, it feels good to you. I, I, I know you feel okay lying. That doesn't make it okay. Right. And so we have to eradicate sin from our lives. We have to address sin. Because here is the... I'm not talking about that. We all struggle with sin. And there's different sins we struggle with in our life. I'm talking about sin. Get it out of your life. There's a pastor that I... That, and I would say, listen, I need you to go to my room. And I need you to disconnect the television. The cable... Listen, I may sound radical. But you know what he was doing? He was saying, I'd rather cut my eye... I'd rather pluck my eye out than for me to... Jesus calls for radical devotion, Period that was sharing the gospel with me and she asked me why I didn't want to follow Jesus I was like man I don't want to follow I was ready to say man I'm not going to live in sin anymore I'm not going to live the way that I want to live I'm going to pointy ears and he got a pitchfork that's, that, that's the devil in our culture and hell is not even eternity there 
People can spend an eternity separated from God, not because God wants to go there. God is love 100%, but his love doesn't remove his wrath in terms of, okay, this God loves me, but at the same time, he is holy. Here's the thing. He sent his son. That's the reason why the gospel is so awesome for us. Because we understand that just from God's love, from God's mercy, from God's grace, we connect us through mercy. So he can reconnect us to the grace of God. So we can experience that. But we choose. And so the third thing that we have to, uh, or I'll ask you to repeat after me, is say, which fire will consume us? Devoted living will cause us, he said, or 49, I'm sorry. He says, for whoever, for everyone will be seasoned, everyone will be seasoned with fire. And every sacrifice, season determine which one you want. You're either going to experience the suffering and wrath that he does not will for you to suffer. You're either going to experience that or you will experience purification in this life. You'll experience the fire of persecution in this life. You'll in this life. You'll experience the fire of self-discipline in this life. You choose a person who is consumed in this life, or you're going to be the person in this life. I'm just looking for comfort. Hello no difficulty. I'm going to have everything I want this side of eternity. Listen, that's a bad plan. Experience the fire for eternity, or we're going to experience the fire now. And then eternity, if we experience the fire now, what you know is this, is look, man, it, this is not about my works getting me to heaven. This is about my works determining where I'm going. When you, you know, you turn in a paper after you've done research and all this kind of stuff, they go through this and they, so that's what they do. And, and so what I'm saying is in that scenario, you're earning a particular grade. Anybody who's reading papers, I know y'all love writing papers, but anybody who's done that kind of stuff, when you do good research, you're going to, you get good results. Let me tell you something. The Bible is the best research. Hello. What? Put our faith in Jesus. And when we put our faith in Christ, when we living, that's what happens. Righteous living that connects us to our God, that serving him, obeying him. And you know what? In this life, we're going to experience hardship. We're going to experience difficulty. We're going to experience some fire in this earth and not experience that fire later on. Amen? Does your life reflect devoted living? Are you walking in unity with them the way that you're supposed to? Devoted living causes you to strive when it comes to your devotion to Christ. When it comes to your living and your... Are you, or are you repenting of sin in your life? Devoted living it deals with us deciding which fire we're going to be consumed from your life. Making you more like Jesus. See, that's what this... On this side of... On this side of... It's to make you more like Jesus. But listen, it is a work. And it's painful, this life. And so the question is, does your life reflect, turn from your sin? Listen, if you say no, listen, don't leave here the same way that you came in. Call upon the Lord today, your honor. I want to serve you every day. I know this isn't going to be easy. Listen, I didn't say it was going to be easy. Reality is, we, we have to make that choice. And so if you say no, don't let what I say. I pray that you have urgency in your heart for all of those who say no. I pray that you're operated from God in hell. And we have the solution. We have the gospel. My life doesn't look like devoted living with all of my heart. Today's that day for you to call upon him. Listen, I'm going to tell you, call upon him today. Cry out to him today. From make a decision. When you come by, let one of the pastors or one of the leaders know because we want to pray with you. We want to help you grow in this walk. Father, today, Lord, I come to you. Lord, I, I call upon.
have sin issues, Lord God, that they need to deal with in their lives. Lord, let us be liberated from compromise. Let us be liberated from half-hearted devotion. Let us be liberated from hypocritical living, God. Let us be liberated from those things that have separated us from your love, that have separated us from your grace, that have separated us. Father God, I pray that they would call on you today. I pray that they would repent. And I pray for those, Heavenly Father, that are in this place that say yes to you. I pray that you would cause us to rise higher in our devotion. Cause us to rise higher in our God. God, in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus, and everyone said, amen. Come on, give God a hand of praise. He is worthy.